So things were a lot harder. And even though I was maintaining my weight, mm -hmm. doing tons and tons of cardio, just like ridiculousness. How did you learn to navigate, you know, being working in a male dominated industry? And how did you, how did you feel like you had to earn their respect? You could like approach a personal trainer and say, you know, these are my goals and help me develop a program that I can do on, on my own. That's going to help support these goals. So as a personal trainer, I would say that's money well spent. The ultimate compliment is to be considered an asset by those who know you. But what exactly does that mean? And how do we get there? I believe that there is a less discussed approach to becoming a person of value, a person who is successful, respected by others, and fulfilled. It's somewhere between the hustle culture and the ease and flow of manifestation. This podcast is designed to be a resource for the ambitious, the relentless, and the rare who are breaking societal norms, going against the grain, and are open to unconventional practices as we study what it takes to be a true asset in every area of life. My hope is that you'll find this podcast unique and like it enough to share it with a friend and maybe even one day join us at one of our in-person events. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? I'm super excited to bring to you today's guest. Um, she is a new friend of mine. I found her actually um, in a coaching program. You guys know I'm always talking about having some sort of mentor and being around a group of like-minded people. And that is where I found today's guest. Her name is Brandy, and I'm going to let Brandy introduce herself to us. Brandy, tell the people about you. Thank you, Autumn. Thanks for having me. I, well, a little bit about myself. So I'm married. I have two, two teenage boys. I had a successful career in the Navy as an engineer. I worked my way up to uh, being like a top GS-15 in my field, which was extremely difficult. So although I I don't know what it's like to be a frontline officer. I truly, truly understand what it's like to be in a male-dominated field, uh, to work with you know top high-ranking military. Uh, it was difficult all the way. Uh, anyway, so kind of fast forward, I became a pro bodybuilder when I was 49. And that just goes to show that, you know, it's never too late to do something new and, uh, you know, dream something different. And that's when I discovered nutrition and it changed my life. I know that sounds really dramatic, but it did. And it really launched me into my second career as a master nutrition coach, where I have like, I have the luxury of really teaching women how to fuel themselves for their life, for their families, how to how to really like transform their lives and just really just be their best version of themselves. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit more about me. So first off, Brandy, how old were you recently when you just won your competition? Oh, so, well, I'm 57. <laughs> you do not look 57. <laughs> 
Thank you. I, I'm going to tack that on to just, you know, nutrition, exercise, and um, yeah, exercise and nutrition. Those have just really been the core of youth and vitality. It's <laughs> amazing. And so at 57 years old, and I want everybody to know, you also went on vacation to Mexico during your prep for this, for this show. So can you share what did you what was the show <laughs> what did you yeah win? yeah so I was in prep and uh which means it is a very rigid diet so it is nothing for real life it's really ridiculous and kind of like opposite of what I teach my clients because it is very restrictive there is no alcohol <laughs> there is no sugar there's very little fruit it's very repetitive. It's really unhealthy, but yet, you know, if you want to look shredded and jacked, that's what you do. And you do it for a long time. You do it for, you know, a good three, four months. So I was going to go surfing and it was like three weeks before my competition where I wear the tiniest little bikini on stage and my ass is going to be in front of everybody. So, you know what, that, it, that was enough for me motivation um, but I will tell you some other tricks. So I got to, you know, this retreat, there's some amazing women there and, and you touched on it, Autumn, about like surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals and getting that support and that accountability. So the first night I said, Hey, look, you guys, I am in a competition in three weeks. I am here to surf and have fun and enjoy. I am not going to have alcohol or sugar. And here's why I'm going to be in this competition, but I don't want you guys to feel like judged or act any differently. Like, like, you know, this is just why. And if I wasn't doing this, I'd be having those things with you. So there's like, I just wanted to put them at ease and like normalize the situation. And it was like so shocking because these women, they supported me. They said, Hey, let's, let's take this as a week to be alcohol free. I was like, Oh, not all of them were like that. There were a few younger girls that were like, shit, no, I I'm, I'm having margaritas this week. So, but, um, for the most part, you know, the older women in in this group, they totally embrace it and said, Hey, I'm doing this with you. And just by kind of making myself accountable up front, that helped me just through the, through the parts that were like tempting. And, you know, I really wanted, I really wanted to partake in a few things, but they helped me. Mm, it's beautiful. I just, I'll never forget. Like when I saw that and the reason I'm highlighting it was because at 57, which again, when you see Brandy, you'll be like, there's no way she's 57 years old. But the thing is, is it was just so incredibly inspiring to me. I'm like, damn, you know, because I know a lot of people who even in their forties are like, ah, I'm old now. Like, that's it. I'm done. Like I'm washed up. I, I, that's it. Like I ha I, I'm not in my prime anymore. And I just think, you know, you just continue to show us what is possible and it's incredibly inspiring as well. And I, we're going to talk all about fitness and nutrition, um, Brandy actually runs a business called Busy Mom Nutrition, right, Brand? Uh -huh. Yeah. And um, and we're going to talk all about that. You can find her on Instagram. You're going to be able to see it all in the show notes. But Brandy, let's go back. So you put in how many years into the Navy? How long were you in the Navy? So I technically I was not in the Navy. I was a federal 
service employee, so I worked yeah. for the Navy. I worked about 25 years. Um, Working, so you worked as a civilian position in for the Navy? Yes. Uh-huh. So I was a I ended up as a GS-15, which is about an equivalent of a captain. Wow. In the military. That's cool. So like, what did you do? Tell us what you did. Uh, well, I was a structural engineer. So like my background is engineering. I have a bachelor's and master's in engineering. I have a master's in program management. I'm not the typical engineer, but I am a numbers girl. So it has to be logical and uh, so that was just the field for me at the time. I didn't realize I was kind of a girly girl. So <laughs> I didn't realize how male dominated it was and how hard it was going to be to, to be successful in that arena. Um, but I worked in the, uh, for NAVAIR. So I supported aircraft. I did a lot of battle damage repair. Um, I worked in air defense, especially right after 9-11. And um, then I became a program manager and I, I was involved in some black projects and uh, managed about 80 people, Wow. mostly men. And um, yeah, I, I retired when my, I married a naval aviator that went back to med school. And uh, so I supported him during this whole time, had babies. Like I know all the, I know all the balance. I, you know, I've lived it and juggled the many hats. Uh, but I retired when my husband started actually making money. And <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Brandy, how, so you supervised, you said 80 men, like up to, and not all men, but a lot of men, like the majority yeah. were men. How yeah. can we talk about that? Like, how yeah. did you learn to navigate? you know, being working in a male dominated industry and how did you, how did you feel like you had to earn their respect? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I think what really gave me the confidence is that I didn't always have to have the answers and that I knew my confidence level and you know, if I, if I didn't know the answer, I could always, you know, say, I don't know this. So I think, you know, really being honest with yourself and your strengths is really important and being transparent. I'm a, a leader by example. So I, I think I earned their, I'm not going to say, I don't know. I, I guess I earned their respect by, you know, showing my discipline by, you know, working hard, putting my head down and uh, just putting in that hard work. And I think really like keeping the emotions out of it, like that, that is huge in a male dominated field is like keeping your shit together. And for me that, that circles around back to nutrition. When I am nourished, I am, I am more stable. I am a better human being. I'm more logical. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I can take the cues from the men, which is like, you know, they are so good about like brushing off mistakes or screwing, screwing up or just being wrong. Like mm -hmm. they are so good about it. They're like, oh yeah, I was wrong. 
you know, and us women, we just take like, it's so personal. Mm-hmm. And um, so that is just like the biggest cue that I could take from men is like, brush it off, mm-hmm. learn from it, grow from it and fast up to it. And, and what can I do better? How can I do that better? Yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question. I kind of went off on a little tangent. It's great because one of the things that you're setting me up perfectly for to ask you is, would you think that we as women tend to be more self-critical than men? And maybe that is why we take it so personally. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Right. It's like, I think about my husband and he is so, he's so like, just matter of fact, like, yeah. no, you, you know, I fucked up or you fucked up and that's problem. Yeah. But now we just fix it where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm the worst person in the world. Why did I do that? Oh my God. I'm a piece of shit. Like I'll go yeah. through the whole thing. And he's like, no, you just like, you fucked up, move on. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I think that's the biggest cue we can take from men is like, you know, there's so many things that I don't want to be like, but that is one thing that I want to be more of is mm. taking things less personally and, and grasping every situation of like, how could I have done this better? And what can I learn from this? So good. Brandy, what made you decide to take the job, um, working for the Navy? Oh, um, I think that was just kind of a God thing. I, you know, I, I come from a military family. My dad was a Marine. I grew up on a, on a Navy base and it was just the right opportunity. And really, you know, that's, you know, engineering, there's several different, uh, career paths and, you know, government and military is a huge one. And, you know, I, I kind of often wonder, like, why, why did I start that way? But I think everything happens for a reason. And that made me, that made me who I am today. And I am stronger because of it. And I don't think I could have gotten through some of the other, like, really hard parts of my life had I not chosen that career. So I think, you know, every puzzle piece has its purpose. and. And it launched me into who I am now. It sounds like it was almost kind of like home. If you grew up on a Navy base, I mean, and, and dad was a Marine, which we need to talk about. Like, how was living with dad who's a Marine? Like, was he like, <laughs> it's intense. Yeah, I was going to say, it was intense. <laughs> it's intense. And, you know, I like, I love him, but I've been in a neck lock several times. So, <laughs> oh, man. I can imagine. I always think about like, um, do you, did you ever see that movie? Is it like full metal jacket? Did you ever see that? And it has like it, when I was, when I went through the Academy, that was like, like a huge, everyone was talking about it and like, just how like the drill sergeants would get in their face and like, just say all this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's just so funny. So anytime I ever think about a Marine, that's what I think about. I'm like, that shit is they are crazy. We need them. We love them. God bless them. (laughs) Yes. yes. Um, uh, No, it wasn't like that growing up, but I will say that he, he instilled in me that like that can do attitude. Like, Mm. I don't know. I've never done that, but I'm, I'm going to give it my best. And uh, also like he didn't have all the answers and, you know, he taught me that 
you don't have to be an expert. Like you can be brand new and you can be a beginner at something and you can ask questions. And, uh, you know, he, he retired from the military and became a contractor. He didn't know anything about that, but you know what? He became successful just in being coachable and approachable and, and wanting to learn. I love it. Brandy, how did you navigate? So like one thing I think that a lot of my listeners um, probably can relate with you to is um, having children working in this male dominated field where a lot of your coworkers just simply don't understand. So maybe how did you navigate that? That is tough. And I tell you, I didn't have it all together. I was a mess and I was a little tornado. Um, so yeah, my husband went to med school and his, like after his Navy career. So I was working full time. I was traveling. I had a toddler and a baby. I was working full time and traveling for the Navy. So I, I had my plate full and I was a wreck, (laughs) um, but I had some systems in place and that's what I teach my clients is, you have to have you have to have strong systems in your in your life to support your goals, whatever you, they are. Yeah, can you give give me an example? Because I know I would I I would love to know. Like, what do you mean strong systems? Like, give me some examples. So you know what I learned is I had to make myself a priority, and I I had to take care of me. And that's really hard when you have all these, you know, competing priorities, right? I mean, you're always behind in work. Like I always felt like I was always behind, you know, kids are number one, like they, they're dependent on you. And I had, you know, I was married to a zombie because <laughs> he, he was just, you know, walking on fumes of sleep. So I, I knew everyone was relying on me. So I had to have dedicated time, blocked time in my calendar to take care of me because that would always, always get overlooked. And so those strong systems are things like time blocking. It is showing up for yourself in in ways that are going to support your goals, you know? So how do I stay healthy? How do I stay nourished? And for me, that was a huge one because my emotions were like roller coaster, you know? So uh, that kept me stable is I just knew that if I had my food and I was nourished and I could feed my family at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm killing two birds with one stone, but I am, you know, I'm just, I operate better. Mm. And so that just became like my why, mm-hmm. like it, it wasn't negotiable anymore. That was like, that was necessary that was in order to succeed, in order to be successful, in order to just continue doing what I'm doing. I love it. I, you know, I highlight that and you're a perfect, perfect example of you cannot pour from an empty cup. And I just, I want every person listening to this, you know, podcast to know that, like, especially being a first responder in any capacity, being on the front lines, like you come last, you do, you do, you know, you're, you know, you're going call to call, you're working shift work, you're getting ordered in, you're getting ordered to stay late, ordered in early, like you, and cause you're a number, whether anybody wants to accept that or not, that's the truth. You are a number. And then 
we somehow, for some reason, we will allow that to come into our personal lives where we just, okay, my kids come first, my spouse comes first, my friends, my job. And now I'm on the back burner, feeling like shit, looking like shit, um, hating myself. And when we hate ourselves, I just don't think anything good comes from that. I've spent a lot of my life disliking myself. And um, now I'm happy to say now that I'm in my thirties, I'm on this like self-love journey and it's really changed my life. I'm sure that's awesome. (laughs) I'm sure you can attest to that though. Tell us, we've talked, um, obviously we've talked off the podcast and, and Brandy, you said that in your forties, something like happened. Like, I don't know if we would call it your rock bottom. I don't really know what it is. Could you explain, like, tell us that story. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm hope you're enjoying it and getting some good stuff, mind shifting things from this. I just wanted to remind you super quick that if we are not hanging out on social media, we should be, you should come hang out with me. Um, I am the Autumn Clifford on Instagram. I'm Autumn Clifford on TikTok. And I have a Facebook group called She's an Asset. Love to have you there. Love to hang out with you and get to know you. Thank you so much for supporting my show. Let's continue. Yeah. So I was 49. I was having problems. My oldest son had left for college. So I was down to my youngest. Uh, And I was really like, I was at my all time low as far as confidence. I've always been active, but yet everything I did in my twenties was really not working (laughs) in my Mm forties. So things were a lot harder. And even though I was maintaining my weight, Mm -hmm. doing tons and tons of cardio, just like ridiculousness. Um, I just like my physique was not where I wanted it to be. And then, you know, with my husband, you know, troubles there, I just, I just wasn't loving myself. And I was in the gym one day, saw a girlfriend of mine, she was lifting. She looked amazing. I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? (laughs) I want to know. I'm doing that. She said, I'm prepping for a bodybuilding show. And I said, I'm doing that. (laughs) I signed up. I had no idea what I was in for. I just thought it meant like, okay, I'm going to spend a lot more time in the gym lifting. And uh, I had no idea that it's the sport of clean eating. And it's really about nutrition. It is about being consistently clean with your food. And uh, so actually there's more time in the kitchen involved in bodybuilding than in the gym, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I signed up for my, my first show. I, I really didn't know what I was in for. I won uh, first place in my category and that just like, oh, that just launched me into just a new love of nutrition, um, heavyweight resistance. Like that is such a good friend for us women. We need that. And, um, yeah, it just, it's been a great, just, it's just been, it was a great like pivotal point in my life where I didn't know I was missing nutrition and it, it really, it really changed, changed my life for the better. So can we get into, can we talk a little bit about the nutrition and the weightlifting aspect? Because there's so much go on TikTok and everybody has something to say. And and here's what I want to say too. Like, I do feel like 
all sorts of things work for different people. Like, you know, I was listening to a book the other day and she was just talking about like the raw diet, people who are on a raw diet, it works for them. There's people who are on like a microbiotic diet. It works for them. Like, you know, people, all people can do different things. But what I like about you as, you know, um, we've chatted, you've hooked me up, you've got me understanding my nutrition and what should be going into my body and how to pair my foods. I did never understood like why I like, um, for an example, eating the, what's that freaking bar that I love so much. Is perfect it the bar. Perfect <laughs> bar. It tastes like cookie dough to me. And like why it's like, okay, well you need to pair that with like a vegetable or something. And I'm like, well, why? Cause I usually would just grab it and go or just different things like that. I want to talk to you about, but the first question that I have is you talk about resistance, heavyweight resistance rate. What the hell does heavyweight even, are we, are we talking 10 pounds? Like, what are we talking? Let's talk about that. Okay. So I would say, you know, when we first hit the arena of, weightlifting most women go for like high volume low weight pattern and that and that was great I mean that is great for kind of entry level and maybe even once a week so that's where I started out I was a group X instructor I taught body pump those were awesome classes and you know you it's great but essentially it's time under attention if like it all boils down to this we as women want to hold on to our lean muscle mass. Like those are our calorie burners. That is our strength. That is our longevity. Like that is your diamond. You've got to support your lean muscle mass. Um, and that means you've got to feed it. And in order to retain it, you've got to use it. And so time under tension is really where it's at. Um, you know, why heavy versus, versus volume, it, it goes back to, you know, do you want to, do you want gains? Do you want to increase your muscle mass? Yes, you do. Because it is like every decade that we grow older, we lose it. We lose 10% of our muscle mass just from aging. So we've got an uphill battle. Like we want to preserve that and build it while you can. So you're young, you're 30, man, you're after those gains. I'm in my 50s, 50s. I want to hold on to what I've got. So that means, you know, when I work out in the gym, it's really intentional. I do heavier sets. So, you know, I'm squatting my weight or more. I'm not doing five sets of 12. I'm doing like maybe three sets, you know, starting off with a warm up of 12, 12 reps, going to like a five to seven rep max of, of 80%. So, you know, increasing that weight till you are slightly shaky till you have really like used that muscle to its, its fullest. And, um, so I don't know if that answered your question, but heavy means heavy as shit, you know, like, like push yourself. I love it. And then like, is there like a recommendation or is it different for everybody on like the sets like that you do, or do you know what I'm saying? Cause like some, there's like so many different trains of thought and I just didn't know, is there something that like women can like take away from this being like, all right, when I go to the gym, I'm going to do this. Or is it just different for everybody? Well, I think, I think with anything, a little planning is going to help you get to your destination. 
it might be worth like consulting a, a trainer and getting just like a, a, a program, a periodization program. Because, you know, typically what we do is we go to the gym, we kind of do the same thing over and over, and we're really not improving or, or gaining in strength. And that's because we're doing the same thing. So uh, changing it up is really important. Um, and I will say that, you know, I try and change up the same maybe muscle group, but different exercises. Same with how you train, like maybe one week it is high repetition, you know, high volume, lower weight, maybe the next week, 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 <laughs> maybe the next week it's um, maybe doing pyramids, you know, so you build up, you build down, maybe the next week it's, uh, you know, something different. So you're, you're really trying to push the envelope, increase in strength and endurance or whatever your goals are, but you train to your goals. So, mm -hmm. and because you have like such an active job, I mean, you, you know, frontline responders, right. You, you probably have some specific things that you need to train to keep up your agility, you know, your, your speed, your, you know, your strength. Like there's so many things that maybe you could like approach a personal trainer and say, you know, these are my goals and help me develop a program that I can do on, on my own, that's going to help support these goals. So as a personal trainer, I would say that is, that's money well spent is a program designed to support your, you know, career specific goals. I love it. And then let me ask you this. So let's get into the nutrition side. What, could, what would you share with us? I mean, and you know, a short amount of time, could you give us like a synopsis of like, what do, what do we need to know about our nutrition? Like, what are some tips, tricks, anything? Okay. Well, I'm all about just whole foods. So I, I think, you know, I am a true believer of macros and that was just like the biggest aha moment for me, but essentially that's what helps me regulate my blood sugar. It helps me deal with cravings. It gives me the most energy. I feel the best when I eat a balanced meal. And so what that means is that there's a little bit of each macronutrient in, in each meal. So instead of having yogurt or banana, if you combine your yogurt, banana, and some almonds, you've got like your, your protein, carbs, and fat all in one snack. It's going to last longer. And your protein and your fat are going to make you feel more satisfied. They give you that, that, you know, satisfied satiety. I can't even say it, but that feeling. Um, they're going to give you the energy you need for your job, for your workouts. And uh, they're going to last longer. So that was like one of my biggest aha moments with you, um, seeing how like you set up your meals and your snacks and stuff, because I don't, you have to understand, like I've done macro, I've done like the, if it fits your macros and shit. And like, nobody's ever said that. It was just like, if it fits your macros, then eat it. Like, and if it doesn't, then don't. And I'm like, okay. But what I love is how you're like, yeah, but like you're not going to be satiated if you just have yogurt, right? But, or just like the almonds or just the banana. But if you put them all three together, then it actually, your body like, like functions better. 
Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm a fan of macros. I just don't live by it. And that if it fits your macros is more of like this just busyness, like math balancing act instead of like it misses the picture of really just fueling your body with whole foods. So I would say the biggest thing about nutrition is it, it just can't happen by accident. It's not like you wake up and like things magically fall in place and it adds up to be supporting your goals. Just like anything, if it's important to you, if you like, if you truly want to fuel your body, you need to understand what it needs. You need to understand your portions. You need to understand like what your meals need to look like, you know, as far as like how you plate them. And then you need to prep, you need to prep ahead. That means you have to have ideas. You have to, you have to have shopped. You have to have done all the things to support you getting it <laughs> to your mouth. And, and a lot of times that means you have to be prepared for the unexpected. So I, I don't, um, I don't leave the house unless like I've got my plan for the day and I like, I always have like the next two or three meals. Like at least I know what I'm going to eat because I like, I just know that I'm going to blow through the day and, and then skip that, skip those meals if they weren't ready. That's such good advice. So you're so on your social media, which is busy mom nutrition, right? Yes. Uh -huh. You are always providing wonderful recipes and all of the things that, you know, our listeners can go and see what you're doing. Um, how, let me ask you this, because for shift work, it is, it can be hard um, to do this. It can be yeah. hard. It can also be easy if you're prepared. I've done it both ways. I've done not prepared. Things kind of went to shit. And then when I was prepared, you know, and I had my lunch box it seemed to be a lot easier, right? I'm sitting in my car and when I grab something, it's healthier or I'm stuck to a plan and, you know, it worked out very well. How can, if anybody would like to, how can anybody like get a hold of you? Cause this is like what you do. This is your business now, right, Brandy? Right. I, I support a lot of nurses, firemen, shift work clients, and really the key is having those systems in place and, and prepping. It doesn't mean you're eating out of a container every single meal and eating boring, repetitive stuff. That doesn't mean that at all. It just means you put some thought into it and you have a plan. Like that's the most important part is having a plan. So yeah, you can go to my Instagram and uh, you can sign up for just a, a quick call. And um, I call it a get set call. You'll put in some information like, you know, what are your obstacles? What, what are your goals? And we can just like have an informal chat and see what, you know, how I can support you. Um, I write custom meal plans or like nutrition guides that really are, is a great place to start. And then I also offer accountability. So I do coaching and I'm starting because of you, Autumn, I am super inspired and excited to start like a little group coaching program, which is like going to be a weekly call 
Um, I started a Facebook community page where, you know, you're going to have all the resources available. So, yeah, so there's like multiple ways to work with me. I, um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, and for those of you listening, like I've informally been working with Brandy. She, um, I'm a pain in the, she calls me her tornado because I'm, I am, I really am. I'm not easy. I'm like a pain in the ass, but Again, you're um, not pain in the ass. You're oh, just moving fast. You're just moving I, incredibly fast. <laughs> well, and and here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, one of my favorite things about you is you have educated me in ways um, that I needed. I didn't know how to pair my food. I didn't know, you know, and and um and how you set up your like your nutrition plans and stuff like that. Like it. Y- it just, it was very different than what I was doing. Now, have I stuck to it hundred percent? No, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I haven't. Do I need to get back on the train? Yeah, I do. But so anybody who's listening, I'm telling you right now, even just chatting with Brandy is going to just blow your mind. I think it's really good, especially as we're going into the summer. And as we talked about and Brandy like hit on too, it's like, it's just so easy for us to put ourselves behind everybody, put ourselves last. So, you know, I, you know, nutrition and your health has to come first because then you can be the mom, then you can be the wife, then you can be the officer or, you know, the first responder. So I think that's really important. Brandy, as we wrap up, we wind down, would you, what would you like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I thank you for asking. I, um, so I kind of made a list of things that I wish I had known earlier. Like, you know, I was a late bloomer, so I learned things like really late in life. Uh, so here, here's what I wish I had known earlier. One is to make myself a priority and to develop systems that, that'll help me get there. Um, nourished. I am such a better human being when I am well-nourished. I, it's better for my marriage, parenting, my emotions, everything. So that just has to be a priority in my life. Um, I always want to be coachable and approachable and learn from my failures and, um, be an advocate for yourself. Like I was not promoted in the Navy because I was, passive and I, you know, depended on my superiors. I had to take that by the horns and I had to, every year I had to ask, what didn't I do and how can I be better? Every year I did that. So I set out to, you know, to do better. That 1% improvement rule is so great. Mm. Um, Take a cue from the men. Don't take it personally, personally. And, um, Something that, you know, maybe my professor, he, he made a, an engineering, he made a really impact on me. He said, Brandy, you aren't the smartest girl in class. You're not the smartest engineer. But he said, but your skills, your strength in communication and organization and, you know, your, your logic, those are going to make you the best engineer. And that was like so empowering for me to hear like know your strengths Mm. and and know that you don't have to be like the top the expert the know-it-all whatever it is you've got individual strengths that are going to make you an asset you know like so you know just just be who you are 
and you know really just search for that like how can I be better and be prepared mm. so that's that's my that's what I wish I had known I love it so much such good stuff thank you for this conversation I feel oh like it's my God, thanks for having me autumn yeah, it, it's, you know, not only inspirational, I did, I felt like today was very educational, which is really nice. Sometimes, you know, we can get really just inspirational and not, you know, uh, people can't like take a lot of like things away, but I felt like this episode, there's a lot to take away. Um, Brandy's contact information, her Instagram handle, her website is all going to be in the show notes. Uh, so you guys will be able to follow her. I highly suggest that you at least follow her on Instagram. She is one of my favorite accounts to follow and has been since I met her. And I met you back in like October or September, and I've been following you since then. Um, so make sure that you do that because you're going to learn a lot and like try her recipes. She puts her recipes out for free. Like, and these are actual ones that she's eating all of the time. Her clients use, they're amazing. So you're going to have to try them. Go follow Brandy. Brandy, thank you so much for being here and everybody, all my listeners, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She's an Asset podcast. If you wouldn't mind, could you please share this out? The only way we grow and I can get this out to as many people as possible is with your help. So we're kind of in this together. And the good thing is, is I know you have my back. So uh, I want to say thank you and ask for you to share the show. And if we're not hanging out in the socials, I hope that you'll come and hang out with me. I'm Autumn Clifford pretty much everywhere. Thank you so much. See you next time.